Hey, this is Max, and welcome to the Ronin System Podcast. Today's episode is inspired by a little uh, Netflix miniseries that I recently watched. It was uh, Tidying Up with Marie Kondo. And if you guys don't know Marie Kondo, she basically developed this whole system of, revolved around kind of re- reinventing your, your life in a way. Uh, not not necessarily. I mean, it's more of like... um. It's more of like a system where you begin to sort of clean up your life. You know, you clean up your life by cleaning up your house, by tidying up your home. And she constantly, you know, throughout the uh, series, she always constantly talks about sparking joy. She always talks about, you know, what what you have and, and where you put it. it. It's supposed to spark joy, you know, especially with like clothing that you wear or things that you have, like sentimental items like photographs or, or you know, trinkets or anything like that, gifts. And, you know, in, in the series, I believe it's like six, six, seven episodes, something like that. And each episode explores a different family or, or a couple or something and goes through their experiences with her. I think it's like a month each time, a couple weeks each time where they begin to tidy up their home. And she walks them through the process. You know, the first step is always clothing because, you know, all of us, we always have a lot of clothes, you know, no matter what. We're always going to go through a lot of clothes, especially through life. And, you know, a lot of us, we, we uh, over time, we change our body composition. We change our body shape quite a bit. You know, we, we change our style quite a bit as well. And so we go through a lot of different clothing and, and we don't really always get rid of it. You know, if something doesn't fit or something doesn't match our style anymore, we keep it just because, you know, we've spent money on it and we don't want to waste that money. And it's, it's a very common thing. You know, I go through it myself and... You know, I'm always stuck with, should I get rid of this because I spent my money on it, I earned, I earned it, and, you know, I, I feel bad, I feel guilty of getting rid of it, especially if I can still wear it, you know, especially if I can still use it. And, you know, growing up, I've always had this mentality, it's called like the immigrant mentality, and basically, you know, any any of us that have, you know, first generation, second generation immigrants from different countries, we have this mentality where, you know, we, we spent our money that we earned through hard work and, you know, we spent it on items that, you know, did give us joy, did spark joy and should continue to do so. And we feel guilty getting rid of it. You know, you go to a lot of uh, houses, especially in my personal experiences, there's a lot of homes in my family, my friends who are all immigrants or uh, children of immigrants and their homes are just cluttered. You know, it's, it's filled with a lot of items that aren't necessary. And it's, you know, you go to their closets and it's filled with clothing that just they don't need and when I was younger I was just like that you know I, I had a closet full of clothes items that I didn't wear I mean I, I still had shirts from like elementary school when I was in high school that didn't even fit you know they weren't even close to fitting and one day I just had this this sort of epiphany just personal experience of mine um, I guess kind of like uh, a transition for me where you know, I wore pretty much the same items of clothing all the time. You know, a white t-shirt, black t-shirt, and really baggy jeans and some sneakers. That's that's what I that was my uniform for every single day throughout high school, and uh, about half of college. And then at some point, I just felt like it was too much. I felt like I needed to to clean up who I was by first of all cleaning up my clothing. And what I did was, you know, I got rid of all the clothes that didn't really fit well first of all, and then I got rid of the clothes that, you know, they were just worn out. They didn't, they didn't really serve a purpose anymore. And then I started to upgrade my style. You know, I started to upgrade myself through my style. And then eventually, you know, 
my life caught up. Eventually, I felt more aware. I felt better about myself after cleaning up my clothing. And eventually, I started cleaning up other things. I cleaned up my all the items I owned. I cleaned up all the stuff that I had, you know. And without realizing it, I was basically doing the KonMari method, or as Marie Kondo calls it, the KonMari method, which is to start with your clothing, then move on to, you know, your other items like your um, your, your your bathroom items, your, your kitchen items, all these other things, your sentimental items are last, of course. And, you know, the system, I believe, is extremely effective because it's sort of like a minimalist style because you're, you're decluttering. You're getting rid of the things you don't necessarily need or don't necessarily have, you know, a place in your heart. And... Over time, you, you just continue to adjust, and eventually you, you get to this point where you feel better. You get to this point where you, you feel not only is the things are not only are the things around you clean cleaned up, but you yourself are cleaned up. You yourself are, are tidied up. You know, you're, you're decluttering your mind. You're decluttering your spirit. And she has this sort of spiritual awakening for all of her, her clients, because each of them, you know, they, they go through sort of this catharsis where they have items that they, they've been keeping for such a long time without even noticing. You know, in one episode, I um, can't remember his name, I think it was Frank. It was like Frank and Matt where he just had papers because they were writers. He had a lot of papers from, you know, all throughout his life that he just kept like notes and, and scripts and all these other things that really it was it was more of like a sentimental value for him. It was, it was something that, that really sparked an emotional response from him because it, it was something that that rep- represented him very well and he still was able to clean it up he was still able to get through it because you know it's it's not about the materials in, in a way it's, it's more about you know how, how it represents you it's more about how it affects you and there was another episode um margie i think where her husband had passed away and she had a tough time getting rid of the clothing his clothing because you know he, he had just passed away and you know those are one of those tough things but it's a cathartic experience for her because when you're able to let go of just clothing because it, it, at the end of the day it's just clothing at the end of the day it's just items of clothing that you will never ever wear and you'll never ever be able to wear because I mean there's a significant size difference between the two of them and you know, she even talked about it where, where she did keep a, a jacket of his or something like that or a hoodie or something just for the sentiment, just to, just to remember him by. Um, and, you know, getting rid of the clothing was a way for her to kind of let go. It was a way for her to, to move on. And I think we all need that in a way. I, th- I think we all need something like that to help us get through difficult situations, to help us, you know, sort of evolve, to, to grow. And that's something that I'm always striving to do and something that I, I constantly mention on this on this podcast is that, you know, we're always trying to be the best us that we can be. We're always trying to, to improve, to, to grow, to evolve. And I feel like this KonMari method, Marie Kondo's method, is a fantastic way to start because, you know, we, we all have clutter in our lives. No matter where you look, there's going to be clutter. And if you just clean it up just a little bit, you know, if you just spend some time going through it, sifting through it, and, and really, really trying to clean it up, really trying to f- narrow down on what is the most important items and what is the most joy-sparking items that you have, then you can you can really spark joy in your life. You know, you, you can wear those items more. You can wear those, use those items more often. 
and and you can really feel connected in a way. And it's it's a process that I'm still going through. And it's a, it's a process where I'm I'm constantly sort of sifting through my items and saying I don't need this or or I really need this, you know. And it's it's a it's a way for me to to narrow down on what I really want, to narrow down on what what I have and and how effectively and most effectively and efficiently I can use it. And probably one of the most interesting things is, um, and I didn't even realize this, is that. You know, I talked about how I sort of used the KonMari method before even knowing about it, where I was, you know, tidying up my life, tidying up, starting with clothing, moving on to other items like shoes, accessories, um, you know, bath, toiletry items, things like that, and eventually getting to the rest of my life. Um, and interestingly enough, there was another portion where, you know, there's, there's sections or segments where she explains her process, her organization process. You know, she uses a lot of compartmentalization you know a lot of boxes her folding method is very you know very strict it's it's very regimented and I didn't even realize it that I had been folding the exact same way she'd been doing it and maybe you know because she's been around for for years and maybe you know I stumbled upon like a blog or something where I talked about her method and I, I didn't even realize it but you know when when I saw her folding it I, I realized that it, it wasn't just a way to fold clothing it was a way to to sort of perfect the art of organization because the way she folded it was representative of you know what you have she's explained several times where you know whenever you organize something always position it always place it in a way that you can see everything you know if you you have like 10 shirts let's say and you put it in the drawer you don't want to put it you know shirt on top of shirt on top of shirt you want to fold it in a way that they all stand up, you know, all 10 shirts are visible so that you know exactly what you have and you can pick which one you want to wear. And she talks about, you know, color coordinating in a way that allows you to understand which ones essentially spark the most joy for you. You know, if like red's your color, if red's your go-to color, put red in the front and then slowly sort of gradient away from it, you know. And then she talks about, you know, different ways of, of, organizing in terms of not just shape but also function you know if you have a lot of dress shoes or, or you know a lot of heels for example you want to position them and place them in a way that again sparks the most most joy for you. you you can see clearly all of your heels in a certain row let's say on your on your shoe rack and then you know you, you put the most extravagant one on one end and, and then the least extravagant on the other end but let's say that least extravagant is the most functional in terms of work and so you position it that way and it allows you to sort of pick and choose which ones you want to wear because you can see them all. You can see them all organized. And it's it's just such a fascinating system because she does this for literally everything. You know, like kitchen items, the most used items, you should put them on top. You know, and you should put the items not on top of each other, but, you know, like maybe like stacks of drawers, you know. And she wants each item basically positioned in a way where, you again, you can see everything. You can visualize everything and not only is it a great way to to understand how much you have but it's a great way to control how much you have because a drawer has limited space and and you know especially for like kitchen items and things like that you don't need that many kitchen items you don't need that many you know tools or that many pans or pots um, or even bowls and plates you don't need that much and if you can position it in a way in the drawer or in the cabinet 
where you can see all the items, you'll realize that you cannot put that many items into the drawer or into that cabinet. And so you have to limit it. And, you know, I'm a firm believer in the idea that it's better to have and not need and then need and not have. You know, it's, it's better to have an item and, and maybe you could use it maybe like once in a blue moon or, or like maybe even once a year. But it's, it's good to have that item. And when I think of her method, I realize that, yes, that's good for certain items. But then other items, it's just not necessary. You know, like I, for my phone, I literally have like, I think like 12 cables for it. I don't need that many. But I feel like it's better to have and, you know, have and not need and need and not have. But the thing is, I've I've slowly started to work it out so that I I'm not I don't even need that many. You know, I put one in my car, one by my bed, one out in the living room and one in my backpack. That's four. But I have literally three times that much and I don't need that much. And I know now that I, I, I can organize that down. You know, and that's just just a pure example from from my perspective. But you know, there's other things in life that again you you may need it at some point, but having multiple of that item or even having multiple of another item, you just don't need it. Like, if you have like 20 scissors in, in your home, just get rid of some of them. You don't need that many. And it's a good thing to have scissors, of course, because, you know, you, especially like different kinds of scissors, like like a, a kitchen pair of kitchen scissors or like a, a pair of sewing scissors, things like that. Those are necessary, and you definitely need to separate the two. You know, you don't want one pair of scissors for the entire house. That's that's just kind of gross. So, you know, it's better to have, like, maybe two or three in the home, and that's all you really need. Other items, you, you know, shoes. Let's take shoes, for example. You don't need that many pairs of shoes. You don't need that many pairs of heels, especially for, for us guys. We don't need that many dress shoes. We don't need that many sneakers. You know, you, you only need one pair of 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 sneakers to work out in or uh you know runners to work out in you only need basically one pair of dress shoes to to use unless of course it's it's necessary for your for your line of work or, or your profession or whatever let's say you're a businessman you need multiple pairs of shoes that's fine but then on the flip side you don't need any more you know you don't need that many kind of going out shoes you know you don't need that many boots you don't need that many you know like dress sneakers or anything like that and I guess the idea is to, to really use what you have. The idea is to really kind of make the most of the items you do have, the items you do need. And, you know, this this is all from my perspective. I feel like everyone should should watch this uh, this Netflix series. Again, it's called Tidying Up with Marie Kondo. It's, it's a very interesting and very, f- I guess, fun series to watch because it's not that long and it's it's... There's stories in it that that really are intriguing. There's stories in it that really do kind of you can relate to, that you can really kind of gravitate towards. And it's not like these people are like hoarders. It's not like these people are, have like trashy homes or anything. It's just certain areas where, again, we all have these areas. It's like their their drawers, their cabinets, um, their closets, their garages, places where they just have a lot of clutter and we don't even pay attention to it. Especially in the drawers, especially in the cabinets, because it's out of sight, out of mind. You know, closets, closets as well, because closets again are this area where you don't go into that often, unless you're just, you know, you you just get dressed and you go. You know, you you put your clothes in there and you go. And it's it's areas that again are out of sight, out of mind, and those are the areas that are are pretty much the worst, because y- if you don't see 
how messy you're being, if you don't see how cluttered and and disorganized your life is, then you won't pay attention to it. And those those are the areas that really reflect that. Those are the areas that really show that. And you know, there's there's other portions besides like the clothing that I keep talking about. You know, there's books. The books portion I don't really relate to that much. I do have um, a fair amount of books, but you know they're organized and in a way that you know I I can pick them up and read them if I need to. But you know they're they're just there. And you know she talks about not not just books but papers where you know yet everyone all of us have papers. All of us have you know documents that we need. You know like uh, birth certificate things like that. You know uh, pending items like like bills. You know like receipts things like that and then you know important items of course like again birth certificate you know insurance policies things like that that we need to keep and then there's other items i think she calls it miscellaneous or something like that where it's just random pieces of paper like like a menu from a restaurant that you just went to or like some newspapers or or just like ads that were given to you in the mail and you know she says categorize it in those three categories and you'll realize that you know, of course, the important documents, you can keep them in a safe place. You don't always have to use those. The pending documents are the most important because you can keep them up front and you, you need to address them because they are pending. And, of course, the miscellaneous items, those are the least necessary. Those are the items where, you know, you probably keep it in the You should probably keep it in the home for no more than a week. And the books portion, which is also a part of that, you know, she talks about how it's okay to have books. It's great to have books. But they take up space. They're 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 in the way if you're not going to use them. And, and there's there are certain books that spark joy. And if they spark joy, they're they're necessary. You know, she she again she talk, constantly talks about sparking joy. Sparking joy is the most important part of her method. It's the most. It's sort of like the mantra of the method. And again, I I think it's a fantastic use. It's a fantastic mantra to have because. We always want to be happy. We always want to spark joy in our lives. And if you have items that do that, keep those items for sure, for sure. But if you don't, you know, if there's item that doesn't do that, it's not necessary. It's it's, it's wasting space. It's taking up space. And so get rid of it. And probably like one of the more, I guess, iconic things for, from the series is that she doesn't get rid of things. She thinks sort of moves on from it she lets it go and one of the ways she does that is she's thankful she thanks the item you know she she sort of you know gives it a hug and she thanks it every item you know it's like a pair of a, a, a sock a pair of shoes a book a piece of paper she will thank it she will thank it and send it off it's not like she's trashing it she's just thanking it because it was useful at a time it served a purpose at a time and I think that, again, it's a very cathartic experience. It's a very sort of spiritual movement for people because when you thank an item individually, you're giving yourself a chance to really reflect on it. You're giving yourself a chance to really understand whether or not it sparked joy. And if it didn't, then, you know, it's, it's, you still want to thank it because it, it gave its attempt you know, it, it's still an, an inanimate object, but it, it attempted to spark joy for you. And it's such a spiritual movement, like, I was, like I've been saying, because, you know, you really get the, the opportunity to, to visualize your own sense of joy. Because all of us are different, 
and we we all experience joy in different ways. We all have different sort of emotional responses to different things, you know, and it's reflected in the series. It's reflected in in the in the I guess the characters, the personalities, because some of them, you know, they really love clothing. Some of them, again, like that guy, really liked his papers. He really liked his notes. And then, you know, there's other people, this guy's really uh, into his baseball cards, you know, things like that, where these items spark joy in a very unique way for them. And they were able to move on from certain items that really didn't do that anymore. But other items, they, they kept it. And when you watch the series, it's not like they go completely minimalist. Because, again, personal experience, I, I sort of looked into minimalism. I looked into if I could be a minimalist. And I realized... We don't need to be because a lot of minimalists will talk about, you know, decluttering your life is decluttering your mind and you, you're going to be happier with the less stuff you have. But my thing is, you know, again, all of us are unique. All of us are different. So some of us are materialists. Some of us, we want things. We want a lot of things. I know I want a lot of things. And, you know, if if, if that sparks joy for us, then why not? If that gives us the chance to evolve, it gives us the chance to grow, it gives us the chance to just be happy, then why not? And I know a lot of minimalists do actually use Marie Kondo's, uh, Marie Kondo's method, and I understand that it is a way to transition towards minimalism, but I think it's a great stepping stone to really sort of show who you are. It's really a great way to figure out what you want to be basically a way to figure out like how to live your best life. And again, it's just a fantastic representation of what I, what I want to do. It's it's a fantastic representation a showing of basically like my 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 concepts on on life and and how to how to improve your life is to, you know, declutter. And she's decluttering in a way that's more spiritual than anything because it's it's just such a, you know, sparking joy. I, I can't stop mentioning it, just like she did. It's just a fantastic mantra to have. And so, again, I just want you guys to, to if you don't have Netflix, you know, do your best to, to at least research Marie Kondo because she is just a fantastically bubbly and, and wonderful person that, that's really shown through her, her Netflix series. You know, I'm not sure if she's actually like that. I'm pretty sure she is. But... It's it's just a really good series to watch, you know, especially if you if you feel kind of like in a rut, if you feel like your life is cluttered and you don't know how to fix it, you know, try and draw some inspiration from that. Watch just watch the whole series. It's very again, it's very short, seven six episodes, something like that, and you know, it's it's entertaining. It's 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 a great way to to really, again, get inspired, get motivated. Because as soon as I finished watching one episode, I just really wanted to clean up again, and you know. It's it's just a great way to, to spark joy in your life. So really, you know, if you guys are like me and you, you want to try and be the best you that you can be, watch the series. You, you It's a great way for you to evolve. It's a great way to for you to, to grow as a person, to spark joy in your life. And that's really all I have to say for now. So usual spiel again, you know, guys, thank you so much for listening. If you guys are new listeners and you want to hear more, I try and post every Monday. Um, I do have a Patreon page, so if you guys want to check that out, I do leave a link down in the description below. If you you know, feel free to check it out. Um, for the regular listeners, thank you guys again so much for the uh, continued support and the continued listens. 
And, you know, I, I just can't stop thanking you guys because it really is pretty motivating. Of You know, I, I don't really see that number going up too fast, but it's still going up. So that's a great thing. And I'm really trying to push for more guests because I think it's a great way to, to build more conversations and it's a great way to sort of grow the community. And so, you know, guys, if you guys want to be a guest, let me know. And otherwise, again, thank you so much for listening. Have an amazing day. Get out there. Get hungry. And good luck.